Yo, 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 what's up? Big Sky Breakdown, SkylineSportsMT.com. Coulter Nuana is coming to you while driving down I-90. I'm actually not driving. Brooks Nuana is driving, but uh, on our way back to Missoula, just got done with the Sunny Holland Spring Classic. Uh, Bobcat football spring game lasted exactly two hours on the dot. A ton of impressions. You can find most of our analysis on this game on Monday. Nuana's now ESPN Radio, uh, 102.9 FM in Western Montana, or maybe you watch on television, SWX Montana Television, or if you want to stream it or listen to it archived or live, you can always do that on the ESPN Montana app as well. Go download the ESPN Montana app. Great way to uh, keep up with Nuana's now, both live and archived. And of course, as a great many of you Bobcat followers, you already know the Nuana's now podcast as well. Appreciate all of the listens and engagements and uh, reviews and all that sort of stuff uh, really makes us happy that we have been uh, so well received over these last couple years diving into even more multimedia stuff for you. A lot of give and take in this game. They split the two teams up between blue and gray. Now the blue team was quarterbacked by Tommy Malott and Sean Austin, and the gray team was quarterbacked by Sean Chambers, the Wyoming transfer, as well as true freshman Jordan Reed, a actually a gray shirt freshman uh, from Southern California. The blue team featured the what is, at least for now, the number one offensive line, which includes Rush Reimer at left tackle, JT Reed at left guard, Justice Perkins at center, Marcus Ware, a converted defensive lineman at right guard, and TJ Session at right tackle. All five of those guys, sophomores. So Brett Vegan, Montese head coach, touched on that after the game. The gray team's defensive line was anchored by the number one defensive front, which includes Sebastian Valdez, Blake Schmidt, and Blake Heal on the inside. And then Brody Greeby and uh, Ben Seymour uh, on the outside. A lot of guys did not play in this game. The main headliners that did not participate in this game included senior corner Tyrell Thomas, junior corner, I guess junior defensive back Eric Zambrato. He's playing some safety now too. Senior corner James Campbell, senior safety Ty Okada, senior running back Isaiah Afonso, senior linebacker Callahan O'Reilly, senior offensive lineman Joey McElroy and a junior defensive tackle, Kyle Rigg. But a lot of guys did play, and I was impressed with a lot of the young guys. We'll have more feedback for you on that on Nuanas now. But I wanted to share some of the sound from the post-scrimmage. So we'll hear from Brett Vegan, Montessa head football coach, as well as Brody Greeby, a sophomore defensive end from Melstone, Montana, who was in on a couple sacks, as well as Tommy Malott, who uh, performed well, had an opportunity at the end, 80 seconds left, to drive the blue team down after the great team scored 24 unanswered points to take a 24-17 lead. Malott's last gasp effort to the corner of the end zone for two Ravy Alston was a little high. So the gray team comes out with the win 24-17. Uh, tale of two halves. The blue team scored all their points in the first half. Great team scored all theirs in the second half. And uh, it was a good rally for the gray team. Great uh, two touchdown drives orchestrated by Jordan Reed, the freshman quarterback. He had a great throw to Aiden Garrigan in the corner of the end zone for the game tying score. And then he had a nice throw to Charles Brown, the second, uh, for a 64-yard gain that set up Demarius Hosey's go-ahead touchdown. Thought Lane Sumner for the blue team and Demarius Hosey for the gray team were both very good in this one. They both carried the ball quite a bit. Two guys I think are going to be essential with Isaiah Fonse coming off offseason surgery in the backfield so they can provide some depth. And then we'll have full analysis of guys that stood out to us and some of the things that we left thinking following the Sunny Holland Classic. Well, here's Brent Vegan, Montessa head football coach, 
following the second spring game of his career. Big Sky Breakdown presented in part by Blackfoot Communications as well as Alpine Touch. Blackfoot Communications just launched new business services delivering big value to smaller firms. With reliable voice, fast internet, business-grade Wi-Fi, and around-the-clock support, Blackfoot ensures you remain connected to your customers, employees, and communities throughout the day, every day. For more information, go to blackfootsmallbusiness.com. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. we got the game uh, played first and foremost today. I woke up uh, and drove in this morning and didn't know if that was going to happen. So uh, the weather cooperated enough, uh, you know, really for, for the situation. I think we had a, a great crowd. I hope there was fans across the, the state and across the country that got a chance to, to take part. Uh, you know, spring games are always um, interesting. You, you don't know how it's going to play out. You want it to, you know, it's unscripted. It's the only thing we really do that's unscripted through the course of the spring. And you really want, um, that game feel, you know, the score. One team gets up 17 nothing, and the other team's got to fight back. There was a safety, there was a two-point conversion, and ultimately, uh, you know, it played out the way it did. So I thought our guys really competed well. Um, it's another really good evaluation tool for for us to take a look at them, and you know, we'll uh, we'll keep. You know, we set the bar. That's what we talked about. The bar isn't where we need it to be, but we set the bar here. Um, at the end of April, and we need to be a better team come August. When it is unscripted, but then it does come down to having some late game situations, a four minute situation, a two minute situation. Do you like that? And how do you think those guys did in those situations late in the game? Yeah, um, yeah, that's the, that's the stuff you, you really can't practice. You could throw it up there, but there isn't the the ebbs and flows of a game and, and the score and the comeback and all that stuff. So yeah, the the gray team having to. You know, waste as much time, use as much time as they could ultimately to get the score. Have to use a couple timeouts on the other side to hold time. And then, you know, the blue, blue team did a good job of getting down there. And, and we haven't necessarily had those last play of game installs. That's something you do more in the fall. So I was just crossing my fingers that we didn't throw a ball up and, and someone would collision or something like that. But at least to be throwing the ball in the end zone to bounce back was, was, a, was a big deal for the blue team to be able to do that. You know, earlier this spring you talked about maybe not being able to practice like you want or scrimmage like you wanted because of weather. Better weather today. Was airing it out more kind of more of an emphasis today? Well, I think relative to last Saturday, um, it was really, really hard because of the wind. I think we worked um, Tuesday, Thursday, and then today on kind of balancing that out a little bit. And, you know, I, I think I think part of it is, you, you know, you have this game kind of stage. You get a chance to test uh, the, the, the guys protecting, the quarterbacks, the receivers, the guys covering all that stuff so you know I, I think you get one side chasing points a little bit that's part of what, what happened but um, no I think it I think the balance the run pass balance is, was uh, was appropriate today and through the week to kind of make up for what happened last week yeah and you're able to cycle through quarterbacks today what do you think is uh, they're playing you know some deep shots they're taking too yeah I thought uh, I thought they all did some things um, you know it's hard for both Tommy and Sean you know part of their game is to 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 run the football, to make plays with their feet, and you really take that away when you have the gold shirt on. You have, you have them react to different things the best you can. Um, I know there's some some plays I'm sure that they could have broke out on that they, you know, it gets blown dead. Um, I thought we threw the ball relatively well, and, and we had some uh, miscues too, you know, and we had guys on the other end 
um, from 50-50 situations. Receivers make some plays, DBs make some plays. Um, you know, George, young Jordan Reed gets out there and, and did some really, really good things just in the, on the unscripted. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that position can, needs to continue to get tested and then, you know, feel good about our progress out of spring. How did the, uh, the injuries and the guys missing uh, affect kind of your mindset in this game? And just how did, like, did you kind of a silver lining to be able to get younger guys some, some more reps? Yeah, I mean, we have what we have right now. Um, I think we had some proven guys that didn't go through the spring, and I, I trust, uh, you know, them and their recovery and their attention to detail. Um, but, yeah, it allows for other guys to have to emerge, um, to be called upon, and, and that's typically what go, you go through in the spring. It's just a, a product of, of a long physical season. You get some guys fixed up. They, they don't need spring as badly as some of those guys that are getting all those reps. So, you know, I, I think we had some... We had some guys pressing the duty that, that really took some strides this, this spring, I, I know, and, and we'll need to continue to do that. Any of those, those guys specifically, that, that's especially in this game, that stood out? Um, well, you put me on the spot. I, I know what I think, uh, you know, position-wise, that it's, it, it, we're down some guys, but we, we graduated some guys. O-line, you know, I, I think we graduated three starters. We're down a couple more guys. Um, but that group has continued to grow and get, and get deeper. Um, you know, I, I know we're, we're down guys like Callahan, guys like uh, um, Ty, Isaiah, you know, the guys that end up stepping up and doing more are, you know, that whole group of linebackers. I, I know in the secondary, um, Lavelle Price is probably the guy that's, that's taken that opportunity the most at the nickel spot. Um, and then, you know, I think uh, you look at the running backs today between Lane, um, Sumner, um, Garrett Kuhn, and Demarius Hosey, that was probably their best day collectively. The offensive line, that blue team, all of them are sophomores, and those are kind of the guys that are leading the way. So what do you th thought of their kind of chemistry as a unit? How do you think they're working together as a unit? You know, it's definitely coming. I, I think um, that group has kind of grown up together. I think that matters. I, I think there's, you know, there's really no one one guy that's the alpha necessarily. So I think they're all taking on their own accountability within that group. I think there's a bunch of competition too. You know, I hope we get to the fall and we can look and say, you know, there's a good chance that there's eight, nine guys that are, are gonna be in the mix. I, I think that's real, um, you know, and that's, that's what you wanna be at that position, whether it's that competition that drives guys or then your ability to play a bunch of guys. We were, we were much thinner, um, I felt, last year, and, you know, it's our hope that that's, that looks different next fall. John Chambers threw three picks, but then he came back and led the touchdown draft. So what did you think of his response to, to kind of get back on the positive side? Yeah, you know, that's, that's a situation where um, he, he's a competitor. He's going to bounce back. I know all, well, two of those were down the field throws for sure, and, and we'll take a look at the film to see if it was decision, if it, what it was. But, uh, you know, he's going to be able to bounce back, and, and, and you're out there – competing in trying to take your team and move forward and he is a competitor true and, you know true and true and, and he'll just you know I, I know who I think we know who he is and that didn't surprise me today I guess good work for Lane Sumner and Demarius Hosey on either side so what'd you think of their ability to kind of step up take a bunch of carries no I was that was big I know Garrett Kuhn got a bunch early um, but yeah I thought they did a good job of uh, you know carrying the load and, and making some plays too you know and we'll have to see whether it's them making plays or defense missing or a combination, I think it's a little bit of both. But uh, you know, pleased with their efforts today. Uh, Drew had two of those picks. It, did that was that indicative of kind of what you thought of his performance uh, overall today? I, I think that was his best day. I, I think uh, you know Drew's a guy that's continuing to develop within our our, our program. Um, just got here 
in, in, in January. So, you know, to, for him to make a couple plays like that was, uh, you know, that was big for him and cap those play, cap his spring ball off on a positive note, um, but uh, progress nonetheless. And Marcus being kind of the, the, the first or starting guy on the blue team, how much of that is a reflection of how well he's played in this in the spring? No, I think that's that's what that is. Marcus Weir moved over, and we moved him in January. He took it upon himself in uh, January, February, and March to to, to be, you know, uh, get himself prepared, put some more weight on, all that stuff. And he did, he did that, and you know, he really took to coaching this spring. Um, you know, a guy that you could see on a daily basis get, keep getting better and better. So, uh, really excited about moving him, but more so just how he's he's uh, responded to the move. And then another former D lineman on, on the offensive line, uh, Trey Yates. Can you kind of speak to why he moved and, and what you've seen from him so far this spring? Well, I think I think we got a lot of guys that, uh, you know, are, are good football players, whether they're linemen or whatever, and you try to find the best place that fits, that gives them the best opportunity to get on the field the fastest, help the team, and I think both those moves were in response to seeing a better opportunity for them on offense than defense, and, um, you know, like, like how they both went and attacked it and the progress that they made. The defensive line seems like some of those guys stepping up as well. So they got a lot of those guys got playing time last year. How much do you think that helps them? And, and what's the next step for that group? Yeah, you know, we have six of the, the 10 that played, uh, you know, pretty significant time last year back. And, you know, what needs to happen are, you know, those six guys, they need to step into um, a greater role. Um, Brody, Gravy, Sebastian Valdez, Blake Schmidt, probably in particular those three. Um, and then, you know, the other guys need to keep coming, and then there needs to be a, a continuation of that 7, 8, 9, and 10 emerging, which I think, I think it's in progress. I know we left spring ball last year, and if I would have tried to tell any of you we were going to play 10 guys, you probably would have laughed at me the way we were, you know, way we were in the spring. So there's, there's development there, but, you know, it's about the guys, those six in particular, really about stepping their game up and then younger guys continuing to grow, um, you know, this, this uh, next three months. Uh, day after your contract was announced, any just general thoughts on? on no, I, I, I appreciate the university um, add another year to, to my contract. Um, you know, I think that shows faith in the job that we're doing. And you know, um, Coach Benford, Coach Sprinkle, um, I think we got a good thing going. And I think our success, collective success, is is all part of one big uh, big plan that uh, President Cruzado, um, Leon um, have embraced. And, and it's not just us three, but uh, to to reflect the, the three, I guess, extensions. Um, and I'm really happy for, for all of us, I guess. And, um, you know, I'm excited to continue to lead this program. What's, what's the summer look like for you guys now that spring ball is over? I mean, how much of that then accountability falls on the players? Oh, a lot of it does. I, I think you try to, you leave, uh, as a player, you leave spring ball with a better sense for, okay, where am I at? What have I done well? What do I need to keep, you know, improving upon? And, I think it just allows you, it sets you up better for the summer now. And our guys will come back um, the end of May, beginning of June, and it's, it's a lot of hard work. The NCAA has changed some things, so our coaches can work with the guys a, a little bit more than they ever have before. Um, they can certainly meet with them, but it all falls in with, uh, it falls within an eight-hour work week. Um, so it's a, it's a different tempo to the summer, but, boy, it's, it's as important a time that, as there is in, the, in the, the calendar to me. Alpine Touch is legendary around the state of Montana for providing delicious seasonings for every grilling occasion. Now Alpine Touch offers so much more, from a savory new barbecue sauce to spicy pepper blends to tasty barbecue rubs. In addition to the classic, Alpine Touch has a variety of seasoning salts for whatever you need to spice up. Now that the holidays are over, Alpine Touch makes a perfect thank you gift to show your friends and relatives you love them. Alpine Touch, available at retail locations around Montana or online at alpinetouch.com. Alpine Touch, Montana's special spice. 
get the win. And here's Brody Greeby, sophomore defensive end from Melstone, Montana, who's really coming to his own and should be a big-time player for the Bobcats this year. Here's Greeby's thoughts following the Sunny Hong Classic Spring Game, Saturday, April 23rd in Bozeman. You mentioned the, the weather earlier. I mean, last scrimmage, it was windy, and you guys could barely throw the ball. Is it nice to finally have a little more passing, uh, pass rushing opportunities? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you don't always get perfect pass rushing opportunities in practice and stuff like that. We get one-on-ones once in a while. But when you can get live game reps where you're actually um, going through the process, and especially when you got a running quarterback like Tommy who's looking for the hole to slip out, you got to close the pocket down. And uh, so the live reps are what we need, basically. What was the what was your biggest takeaway from the spring? What were you working on the most um, that, that you kind of felt like you addressed? Um, my base down reps is what I was working on the most. I uh, played a lot of third down reps, as you guys know, last season. So coming into this season, I need to be able to take reps first through third down, basically, and uh, um, make my game better there. And that's how I'm going to rise to the top of our league if, if I can. Or like more run defense kind of focusing on. Yep. You guys had so many great senior leaders last year. So does this team feel different? And if so, how? Uh, I mean, coming back this beginning of the spring and lifts and the start of spring practice, you're like looking for guys like Troy, Chase, Mondre, Daniel, like all these awesome guys that left. And so then when you get to that point, you got to basically that's kind of what I've been trying to do um, on the D line. I'm one of the older guys, not really old, but um, trying to be a leader and uh just bring up the tempo for the D-line, and that's where it starts on the defense. So so many of you D-linemen got good reps last year. So even though you do lose three all-league guys, how much do you think that helped you guys? How beneficial was that? Uh, it's just depth. When you can go out here during spring practice and uh, double rep, and then you come into these games, and we can go uh, two teams and not drop off that much. And just like last year, we can rotate eight, ten guys. That's huge for the defense, especially for – depth, um, if you're getting tired, anything like the next year, like this year we have Sebastian, Ben, David, uh, um, Blake, all got good reps, so um, that's going to be huge for us come this fall. What makes Ben Seymour hard to block? He's got, he's not a long lever guy, no. he's just uh, strong and takes a target away well, and uh, he had a good day today. I'm excited for him. What does the summer look like for you guys? So, we have roll-in lifts the next couple of weeks, and we got finals, and then we'll be gone until the end of May, and then we'll come back and get right into it. We'll be lifting five days a week, and then I guess basically six. So um, just getting in here, we'll get stronger at the beginning of the summer, and then uh, transition towards more conditioning towards the end. Blackfoot Communications continues to lift up our local entrepreneurs, delivering the resources needed to transform ideas into businesses. Our C2M beta program was founded with the mission to connect local entrepreneurs to more. With access to more professional expertise, more state-of-the-art technology, and more development resources, our 12-week program delivers the foundational and modern skills required to transform influential ideas into thriving businesses. Apply today at goblackfoot.com apply. And finally, we'll hear from Tommy Malott, the sophomore quarterback from Butte, Montana. He looked pretty good. He had a great opening play where he hit a deep shot over the middle. He threw, threw a pretty good ball uh, to Ravy Olson. He also threw a couple other 
nice balls. Not a ton of action for Tommy Mallott, but he, he did have the ball in his hands towards the end, and so it's an, an interesting uh, last possession. It's always a caveat with guys like him because they run so much, and uh, he wasn't able to run in, in his yellow jersey, so who knows what happened on that last play. But uh, here's what Tommy Mallott had to say following the Sunny Holland spring game. One of the first plays of the game was that deep shot to Robbie. I mean, what was was that kind of more of an emphasis in this offense today? You know, try to air it out a little more. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it just uh, the five weeks into spring ball. Just uh, want to go and evaluate guys and situations. You know, we got some fans there finally. We've had two other scrimmages, but this is the first time we've had fans. So, um, you know, obviously Robbie's had a great, great spring and. You know, I trusted him obviously, and yeah, it was a great connection right off the bat. Um, he went and made a play for me. It wasn't the best ball, so I'm, I'm glad about that. Yeah. Sure. And you know, you know, Jordan had that had that play late in the fourth quarter, and you know, Willie had some big catches. I mean, what do you think of kind of the QB to wide receiver connections today? Yeah, uh, it was a solid day for sure. You know, obviously, I'm happy with the guys. Uh, I'm you know getting up this morning with two or three inches of snow and. Keeping that, you know, in their mind that they're still going to have to go out and perform. Um, you know, it'd be really easy to just complain and to, you know, get down and be heck. Oh, we're just going to run the ball and get in a funky mood. But everyone was, you know, locked in and we got out there and we were competing. So I'm, I'm happy with the entire group. Take us through, the, take us through that last 90 seconds. You guys get the ball back with like a minute and a half to go. So kind of a, a two-minute drill, maybe you didn't expect. Yeah, no, absolutely. Heck, uh, yeah, perfect day for uh, you know a two-minute drill. You know, spring game, nothing better than that. So it was just a perfect, uh, perfect storm. Obviously, we, you know, we're glad that the offense was scoring. You know, it's offense, it's Bobcat's offense, Bobcat offense. Doesn't matter what team you're on. So we're glad that both teams are scoring. But great opportunity at the end to work some of our stuff. So it was uh, for both sides and heck defense too. You know, we're going to be in those situations. So um, yeah, we were very lucky that we that opportunity came and. Um, Heck, I just wish we uh, would have had one more play in us. Well, that, on the last play, if you're not wearing the yellow jersey, you think you probably would have ran it? No. I had, <laughs> no, I was, I was thinking about running still, but I was like, I don't know. It's a little bit different, obviously, with the yellow jersey. Totally. But, no, I'm, I'm glad that I didn't try to run it because, heck, it was 15 yards and, you know, eight people had to get past. So that's not not the greatest odds. So I don't know. Got to give my guy a chance or we'll work on something else throughout the season, but I'm, I'm happy with it. And on the gray side, Jordan Reed looked like he showed some composure as a true freshman operating to get the gray team up and, and get the game winning score. Yeah, no, absolutely. I was, uh, I, I got to watch that play. I don't know exactly what they called there, but yeah, um, they got behind one of our, one of the corners on the blue team and, you know, he gave him a shot, gave him a catchable ball and Charles made a great catch and made a great play afterwards. So yeah. Tommy, when we initially talked to you a few weeks back at the beginning of spring camp, you said you wanted to become more of a vocal leader and have the QB group uh, become a more, comp a more competitive group and just create that depth. Do you feel like that was accomplished? Heck, yeah, heck. Um, no, it was a great five weeks. I think we're leaps and bounds uh, in front of where we were at this time last year. Mm -hmm. um, I think we have a group of guys in the quarterback room and on offense in general that uh, – really bought in right now and I think we got a lot of great work in throughout the spring um, super competitive heck I think we're gonna have a great competitive fall as well I, I, no I don't think that anything's set in stone right now so I'm uh, excited to continue to compete with these guys seemed like that blue team offensive line that you were playing behind got a pretty good push what would you think of their play today yeah I mean those guys uh, 
you know, JT Reed, new guy came in, stepped up. Um, obviously, a lot of those other guys have been here, been doing that stuff. But and Marcus Weir also came from coming from the D line to offensive line throughout the spring. Those guys have really stepped up and and uh, made a mark really quick here on our offense. Um, yeah, super proud of what they were able to do today. A lot of outside zone. Uh, you know, obviously just worth the basics of our offense and. Um, like that's, not a, that's not an easy defensive line to, to move around and to uh, to do that too. So yeah, I was, you know, obviously very happy. I think everyone is. Was it was it weird to, to have so many guys out? Did it affect you in any way, or, or did you just kind of go with it? Um, what do you mean, guys out? Like, like, injuries? Uh, like yeah, the injury guys, injuries, the guys who were playing. Yeah, I mean that's kind of you know our, our our springs are not easy um, by any means. We uh, you know we get a lot of work in. We, we double rep, and it's it's not easy. Uh, Obviously, it teaches guys how to uh, take care of their bodies. Um, it necessitates that, and it uh, you know teaches people how to take care of themselves out on the field. You know, we're not going full contact all the time, but um, yeah, I mean, spring's not easy for these guys. And but you know, out there, it's next guy up, and that's why we double rep is because we got twos and threes and fours that know exactly what they're doing. Like if they were the ones on a lot of other programs with how many reps they're getting in the spring, we have you know our fours getting that many reps. So. Um, like, yeah, it's not easy, but obviously it shows, you know, everyone one through four today, you know, there were very, there were very few uh, miscommunications. You mentioned the, the snow. I mean, did it, were you just kind of happy to not have 20, 30 mile per hour winds? Uh, to, Heck yeah. Um, yeah, last week we weren't as uh, lucky, but uh, great, great, you know, conclusion to the, to the uh, five weeks. I, I thought, you know, great weather really held up there. I uh, obviously I woke up to. You know, I had no idea what it was going to be. Last night it was supposed to snow. It didn't, so I was hoping that when I woke up this morning, maybe it was continuing to push it back. But no, nah, but uh, they uh, took care of the field for us, and um, no, nah, it was perfect. Lane and Demary's got a lot of reps at running back today. Mm -hmm. What do you think of their performance? Since yeah, I mean, those guys are both studs. Uh, Lane's been here. He's been doing that for a very long time now. So I think, uh, you know, he's just doing his thing. I, that's that's kind of who he is. He, he makes plays. and. You know, Hosey, he, uh, he's had a good spring for sure. You know, he's competing on the other side. And um, they had a couple of good screen plays where he was getting some, he's making some plays in the open field. So it'll be cool to watch a film and, and uh, you know, obviously support those guys. Uh, how are you feeling just personally and individually health-wise? And how much progress do you think you, you made this this spring? Yeah, um, I'm feeling great uh, taking care of my body the past five weeks and obviously probably the past 13 now, you know, since that, since our last real game. Um, Came straight from you know rehabbing straight into spring ball. Uh, that process has been really very reassuring. Uh, you know the first week back I was slow. I wasn't doing much, but you know after week three I felt great and you know I was pretty much back up to 100. So I mean, at this point it's it's getting into shape. It's uh, you know making up for those eight weeks that uh, was more mental for me and not as physical. More on the physical side here coming up, but uh, I thought I made a bunch of strides. I, I'm really happy with uh, my understanding of the offense right now. Um, I'm excited for the summer and to work with these guys some more. This summer, what the, what's the plans? Because a lot of player-run practices, but you guys can work with the coaches a little more too. So how do you take advantage of it? Yeah, um, I mean, I, I'm not even completely sure what all the uh, regulations are with NCAA. So I don't want to say, you know, too much about what we're going to be doing, what we're not, because, you know, I don't even know what we're going to be doing yet. But yeah, for sure, just getting in with the guys, the receivers, staying, you know, with that connection we've had so far, had so many reps and we're not going to kind of get out of sync here for the next three months over the summer. We're going to be getting together and throwing and get player run practices. And yeah, we'll be, we'll be, uh, we'll be staying sharp.